This is the Rock Ag Podcast. I'm your host, Garrett Coffey, Ag and Natural Resource Agent for the University of Kentucky in Rockcastle County. Today we'll be joined by Dr. Les Anderson, University of Kentucky Extension Specialist for Beef Cattle Reproductive Physiology. Dr. Anderson will share with us today the importance of testing our cattle for pregnancy and also the different methods that we can use to determine pregnancy in our beef animals. Thanks for joining us today, Dr. Anderson. We're glad to have you on. We're getting down to uh, the part where I think we should be checking our cows for pregnancies. And so I wanted to have you on today and talk just a few minutes about uh, some importance and maybe some methods of checking these cows and, and just get your insight on checking these cows. You bet, Garrett, and thanks for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure to be on with you today. Um, just kind of a preface on preg checking. Uh, I think it was Iowa State University. It could have been the University of Illinois, but uh, one of those two IRN groups about 20 years ago ran some economic analysis. And what they determined was that the single most valuable reproductive management tool that a producer could, could include in his management plan is preg checking. Yeah. And if you think about it, um, and just, just for a minute, I don't know what, I mean, winter costs vary uh, across producer, but it's going to be somewhere between $250 and $450 to winter a cow. Yeah. And if you're wintering a cow, uh, you know, that's that's an unproducing unit for you. There, there's no way that you're going to be able to, to come out on a profit in no matter how, how long you keep her. And so um, pregnancy diagnosis is, is super important, and yet less than 20% of our people utilize these techniques in their management protocol. So hopefully after this podcast, we'll get a few more um, to, to pick it up. Yeah. The uh, oldest uh, method is just standard old rectal palpation. Yeah. Um, you know, a producer needs to get a hold of his local veterinarian um, and and get them to come out and do the rectal palpations for him. Uh, it, it certainly is is fast. Um, it can be pretty accurate and it, uh, it it's relatively cheap. All right. And depending upon the size of the operation uh, and how many animals the the veterinarians doing as they go out um you know it can be as cheap as four to five dollars a head and is probably as expensive about ten dollars a head so it's really not it's not bad compared to 250 300 350 dollars of that winter feed cost absolutely Um, the great thing about rectal palpation is, is not only do you know that they're they're pregnant um but you'll know a general stage of pregnancy and, uh, and again, it, uh, it's kind of the old tried and true. Uh, I think sometimes the biggest problem with rectal palpation is, is getting the veterinary schedule because right. our, our vets are really, really busy. I mean, those fellows, those guys, men and women are really, really busy people For sure. and getting, getting them out, um, to get the preg check done sometimes, um, can be a challenge as just as far as scheduling goes. Um, but that that is certainly the the tried and true method. Um, I have a lot of people, Garrett, that ask me all the time, well, when's the best time to preg check? Yeah. Well, the best time to preg check is when your veterinarian is most comfortable preg checking. Yeah. Okay. And so, like me personally, and I, you know, and I teach AI and preg, preg checking and that kind of stuff. And I've done it for 30 years. 
for me, if I want to be really, really, really accurate with data conception, I go in somewhere between 60 days and 120 days. And I won't, won't, I won't miss them. Yeah. I just, you know, it just won't. Um, and if I do happen to miss one, as far as stage of conception goes, I mean, I get pregnant or open one way or the other, but stage of pregnancy, you know, if I'll miss it, it's because I'm in a hurry. And yeah. you know me, I mean, we've worked cattle together. Yeah. I'll, I'm always in a hurry, aren't I? Yeah. Yep. That's right. And, and, you know, so if I've taken my time and I've got them somewhere in that 60 to 120 day stage, I feel very comfortable that I'm going to be really accurate. Um, but people vary on that. And, and the first thing that, you know, a producer needs to do is just talk to the veterinarian. Okay. See when they're most comfortable doing it, you know? So that's, that's the main thing that I think about, you know, is if we, on a spring herd, we should have taken our bulls out at least by the 1st of September. So that gives us something to shoot for. If you're talking about 60 days, well, that's going to be the end of October that we could be pretty safe. And, and you know, but obviously you want to talk to your technician and make sure. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of times folks uh, put it, you know, put it or organize it, schedule it the same day that they wean, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're going to be weaning sometime there toward the end of October, yeah. go ahead and get those cows preg checked. Um, while you're at it, don't forget to write a body condition score down. Yeah. You know, if you don't know how old they are, mouth them. Yeah. You know, get a get an assessment of um, the size of the calf, and you know, you don't have to weigh them to know the bigger calves necessarily, yeah. right? Um, and just kind of get an assessment of what that cow's going on. I mean, I know you and me and Veej. Yeah. The farm program, you know, we we went through several farms just to try to get them organized and get get a reproductive management plan set for them. Right. And you know, mouthing those cows and getting an idea of where they are age in their age structure and so forth is is important too. And so while while they're in there preg checking, go ahead and just do a thorough evaluation of the animal. Check uh, feet, legs, udder. Yeah, I mean people. People are surprised sometimes, and I it 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 interests me that that it surprises them. But you know, if, let's say you got an average, you know, of four hundred, and you cut all those bottom end cows out, and you didn't don't do anything else, that average goes up. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and Absolutely. so you get more when you get rid of the trash, you get more efficient. Yep. And you know, so one of that. I mean, that was one of the first. Your mail. The first thing we did in the farm program is is go through every cow and get rid of the cows that just weren't getting her done. Yeah, and uh, that you know that 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 was not just pregnancy, but but other things as well. So you know, yes. while they're in there and you're preg checking them, go ahead and just do a good thorough evaluation. I know that even in my personal operation, we've been going through and you know we had some cows that were real bad to drag and have late calves and you know miss a calf and. But, you know, whenever you do that 100 uh, percent, get rid of the open cows, it's amazing how quick they come around and you start having those cows that are a lot tighter grouped. You quit having those ones that miss and those late July calves and, you know, that kind of stuff. And it, it happens quick. And it's it's really you can tell a difference really quick. I will put it that way for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's this for you know for for spring calvers this working coming up you know where you're weaning checking and all that stuff is the most important time yeah. the profitability in, on your farm 
Yeah, no doubt. And being organized and ready to go and, and understanding what you're looking at and why you're looking at it's pretty important. Yeah. So ho- hopefully this podcast will be, you know, very timely for the people in yeah. your area to, to jump in and, and uh, start thinking about what all they're going to look at. For sure. But What are some uh, other methods that we have? Yeah, you know, one that just kind of goes along with uh, regular old palpation is using an ultrasound. Yeah. Um, same general thing. You get a hold of your veterinarian. Um, if they happen to have an ultrasound, um, you know, ask them to use it. Um, it just improves the accuracy. In most cases, you know, shoot, I'm going to say up to fivefold. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just, it's by far more accurate i mean it's just much more accurate than the standard rectal palpation and so if you have a if you have an option for for ultrasonography uh go ahead and go ahead and take it the ones that i'm really on to right now though garrett or don't don't have anything to do with palpation yeah um and it's blood sampling mm-hmm. um <clears throat> several years ago uh, uh two companies came out with uh blood sampling uh, uh, regimens for pregnancy diagnosis. Um, and so you come in, you take a blood sample, um, you package those saying you label them very good, right? I mean, you make right. sure everything's labeled well, so you know, which cow goes with which, uh, package those up, send them into a lab. The lab sends you the results back and it's as close to hundred percent accurate as you can get. Okay. Now it's yes or no. There's no stage. Right. It's yes or no, and it, and it's about five bucks, and it, yeah. it's always about five bucks whether you got one or you got four hundred. Yeah, it's it's five bucks, and uh, it's really really simple to teach uh, people to take a blood sample. Um, even simpler to teach them how to uh, handle the blood tubes and mm-hmm. and get them in the mail and all that stuff, uh, and. That is certainly the future, I think, of pregnancy diagnosis. Because really, what we need to know is when they're pregnant, or if they're pregnant, yeah. not when they're pregnant. Yeah. Yes or no is so, important. Yeah, yeah. Let's just not feed that open cow. Right. And uh, and so blood sampling techniques uh, have come along and are, are are really, really, really accurate and and a, an option that producers should should take advantage of. Now, <clears throat> and this is finally hit uh, but it's start available on september the first where shoot side pregnancy tests good deal okay and so you take the blood sample and we're we're working with idex is the company that's that's got this going idexx the uh test is called an alerts a l e r t y s and what what happens is is you'll you'll order your test. It comes it comes in a little cartridge, so it's a flat cartridge about three inches long and maybe an inch wide. And you take your blood sample, you put it in a in an e, in a in a tube, a purple top tube, and and you mix it ten times, and you pull the top off of it, and they've got a little pipette that they send with it, and all you do is just squeeze the bubble. Stick it down in there and draw up one bubble's worth, one, you know, one pipette's worth of blood. Drop it in a little hole. It, they have uh, they send you a little dropper. Pull the top top of the dropper off. You put six drops. 
and it tells you in 10 minutes if it's, she's pregnant or not. You don't have to mail it anywhere. You don't have to do anything. And so what we've been doing, I've started testing these back in February uh, on some fall cabin cows. You know, if you're running a set of 30 through, you just, you know, of course you write, write on the cartridge, which one goes to which cow. Um, by the time we get the last cow through, so we're, we're working them and bleeding them and they go out to a catch pen. Yeah. 10 minutes after the last cow's done, we read them, write down the ones that are open, go get them, sort them off. Everything else goes out back out to pasture. Yeah. Um, and uh, if it, if you're at least 28 days pregnant, if she's 28 days pregnant, um, it is as close to 100% as you're going to get. Yeah. I've even used them a day 26 and got along at 90%. Yeah. That's great. That is that is something that I had wondered about. I know I'd worked with you back at one of your AI classes a couple of years back, I think. And that was some technology that was just coming about and you were working with those guys and they came and talked to us and showed us some stuff. And But that's a good deal. That's really, I think, uh, you know, the fact that if I've got 20 cows, that gives me an option that I can run out there and do that myself any day of the week that I want to. So that really gives me a better chance of being able to check my cows and you know, probably more likely to do so, I think. You know, and um, so, what you know, kind of the, what I'm going to advise people as far as how to use them, you know, and it all depends on how often you work your cattle, right? Right. But, you know, let's say you turn your bull out May 20th and maybe you're getting them back up, I don't know, for whatever reason, 1st of July to deworm them or spray them for flies or whatever. Just take a blood sample. Yeah. Okay, and it, it, the cost on those things is going to be around nine dollars, and so you'll know right then which ones got pregnant early, yeah, and which ones are still going, yeah. And then when you wean, you know, take it again, and then you'll know the ones that picked up later. And then if you lost any pregnancies from the first one, because you know we have a, an abortion rate in 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 cattle somewhere in that two to five percent is reasonably normal yeah but i've been on farms garrett where you're running they're running 20 percent abortion and you don't know it until you pray check that's right and so you know you get an and then we come in with better vaccination treatments and so forth uh, and and those abortion rates come down because folks sometimes some farms have higher uh, uh disease loads than others yeah you know and in particular deer you know deer yeah. Carry lepto and BBD. Yeah. And so if your cattle have access to groundwater, you know, groundwater and that deer urinates in it and she's she's got BBD or lepto, there's a great chance that your your cow is going to get exposed to be, you know, to, to BBD or lepto. Right. There's a veterinary down in Auburn, uh, Gibbons, that that explained that one time that if you had an Olympic sized swimming pool. Okay. And five milliliters of water of diseased BBD went into that Olympic-sized swimming pool. And on the other side of it, a cow drinks one milliliter of it, which is not much. She's infected. Wow. So deer could pee in a in a in a, a hoof. You know, uh, yeah. we've had plenty of rain this year. 
pee in a hoof print, right? Yeah. And the cow just reaches down and takes a drink out of it instead of going to the water uh, uh, water tank or a, or a hydrant or whatever you got for them, you know, a fountain, and uh, she could be infected. Yeah. And so if, you're, if your cattle aren't vaccinated and aren't protected against those diseases, you, you could be losing a lot of pregnancies, and you don't know it. That's yeah. the thing. You don't know it. Yeah. If you don't take an occasional uh, preg check. That's right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, there's definitely, um, once you do it, if you do it one time, you can really see the benefit of checking these cows. And like you said, may, you know, just having a handle on, on what's going on really opens your eyes to a lot of things. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. We're, you know, we're, we're, uh, incorporating the, the, those IDEX uh, shoot side preg tests and almost everything we do this year okay. just to kind of validate everything. I mean, they've got plenty of validation. They may have plenty of research on it. Right. Um, but, you know, valid to a scientist is different than valid to me and you. Right. Right. You know, it's got to work. Yeah, it's got to work. Know, not, not just work as far as the science goes, but it's got to work. And, you know, when you're just Joe blow cattle and out running cows is still got to work. That's right. And we, you know, if there's, <laughs> we'll find every single way to screw it up. Right. Sure. I mean, absolutely. Real it's easy. Yeah. Got, you know what? It's still got to work. Good deal. That, that, that's our, that's our test is making sure it actually works in the real world. I started to say when we're standing there in the shoot and you've got your cows and you want to make sure that the, that farmer out here can, can use it and it works whenever he does it and he's not he's not messing up yeah for sure exactly right deal dr anderson you got any other words of advice for us before we go today well you know uh this uh, you know this weaning thing is weaning time for spring cabin cows is right is coming up and may yeah wasn't exaggerating that this is the time that profits determined yeah not only for this year but for next year Absolutely. Um, so make sure you're taking body condition scores. So, you know, if, if you're not super familiar with it, you don't want to see any ribs. Yeah. If you see the either of the last two ribs, if you can sort those two or three cows out and dump a little bit of extra feed in them after you wean that calf, um, because they need to calve at a body condition score five to six for them to return to heat quick and get bred quick in the next, the next breeding season. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, find a way to, 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 to evaluate your cows and just sort those thinner ones off. If you got some two-year-olds that really nurse down something like that. And, and if you can sort them off that way, you don't have to feed the whole herd, waste more money, but just, just get some flesh on them when it's really economical to do that. Um, so that they calve, next spring and a body condition score five and six. Mm -hmm. um, make sure you got good IDs yeah. in, your, in your cows. Um, and and if, you're, if you happen to switch the cow, lose the tag, and um, you're putting another tag in her ear, make sure that that ID transfers mm -hmm. so, so that we can keep track of ID and we know what the cows are doing so we don't lose track of how good they are or how bad they are. and uh, um other than that just uh get this prank that prank checking is is the key right now yeah. and um let's get the let's get those prank checks done 
Absolutely. One thing that I always like to say, you were talking about, you know, if you were unfamiliar with the body condition scores, I mean, we have tons of information at the university that about that great publications, uh, great information. And of course, your extension office is always a great place to start with people to help you out in those situations for sure. Absolutely. Best place to start for any information. Good deal. Good deal. Well, we appreciate having you on today, Dr. Anderson. Thank you so much. Bet Garrett. See you, man. See you. Thanks for listening to the Rock Egg Podcast. Please remember to like, subscribe, and share our podcast. If you would like any further information on the content of this podcast, please contact Garrett Coffee at the Rock Castle County Extension Office.